0: You can just call me topical ointment apply once daily mm, girl <laughs> is that what you're gonna be today oh don't don't
1: don't spoil it let's start the episode no. let's start the episode and then we'll find out welcome to the podcast golden gods and goddesses welcome to Rumham and wild cards welcome to our it's always sunny philadelphia podcast where every episode we are talking about the best and the worst that the gang has done over the years and we're putting everything on one cohesive list how's it going today my name is brayden i am here with some co-hosts of mine on the phone with me i got donnie what up y'all and then in person i got adam don't try to stop me no one's gonna try and stop you this episode dude and on the phone with us as well it's
0: the dish of the day mud crab mud crab we're crab people now they're delicious but you 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 legally cannot eat them
1: Fresh Delaware runoff crabs for you and everyone listening to this podcast and everyone who gives us a five-star review and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you will have many Delaware runoff crabs sent to your home. Uh just stay on the lookout for our Rumham and Wildcards patented two-month delivery. That's where we take two months between <laughs> each episode upload. deliveries
2: uh, two months to send you (laughs) your craft we're trying we're trying to um uh, stimulus our uh, audience and um views and we do that by providing demand by keeping our videos out for as long as we want
1: it's kind of like internet Internet historian where if we release an episode once a year then that episode's just a really big deal Um, and clearly, we obviously have a large enough following where we could toy around with that idea. We we should start sending our listeners rum-ham-bucks. Rum-ham-bucks.
2: To use, um, however they see fit on our merch website.
1: Do you know know how a self-sustaining economy works, Adam?
2: I I, I don't know how the U.S. economy works, much less a self-sustaining economy.
1: All right, we're talking economies today. We're talking about The Great Recession, Season 5, Episode 3. We're talking about this episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and we are going to see where it ranks up with our almost 50 entries on the list of lists. So go check that out uh, on our subreddit, our always sunny pod. That's where you can find every episode we've talked about so far on one giant, beautiful list. And while you are there, you can also subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. so You get notified when we put out new episodes. And be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram for more stuff about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Reach out to us. Let us know what's up. We love getting DMs for you guys. Like this guy, our wildcard crew listener of the episode, Zach L. Reaching out to us, giving us that five-star review for a five-star podcast. Five-star man right there. Uh, thank you very much, Zach, Wildcard Crew listener. Of the episode, we appreciate you. So follow us, give us a five star review, and we will shout you out here on the podcast as well. All right, you guys want to get into this? Sure. Start us off. Should we? Let's, let, do it. let's begin our metamorphosis. No, I'm going home. <laughs> Speaking of your home, are are you okay? Like, are are you in direct danger? Dish of the day. Uh, we had some listeners. I've never
0: been okay. Not a not a day in my life.
1: <laughs> I mean, physically, are are you any longer in the path of a tornado? Uh,
0: no tornado, but there's these uh, boxes with uh, you know delicious chump in them that you know seem delicious that I might want to end up in. Don't put me in a box. Never put a man in a box.
1: You don't put a man in a box. <laughs> well, we're glad to hear you're doing okay. Dish of the day. Uh, Let's get into this Season 5 episode. Season 5, Episode 3, The Great Recession, coming at us October 1st, 2009. This episode is directed by Fred Savage, written by my favorite, David Hornsby, Rickety Cricket himself. Uh, And we got some suicide this episode.
0: What the hell's going on over here? Oh, Frank's trying to kill himself. Oh my God, is he alright? Frank, are you alright?
1: Don't try to stop me. Oh, my God. Oh, so he's alive. Lost all my money in a Ponzi
0: scheme, Charlie. I'm broke. His neck is so thick. I feel like he's just going to swing and dangle around for a really long time. That's what it is. That's that's what it is. Frank, it's not going to work for you. Your neck's too thick, buddy. Tie a chair to me. Tie a chair to me. Time's tough, huh? Shit.
1: Uh, We haven't heard the line yet, but is suicide badass? Hmm. Uh, We got Frank trying to kill himself because he's lost all his money. We got um, Dennis. Trigger warning. We got Dennis and Mac dealing with uh, the shantytown that is setting up in front of Patty's.
0: And we're going to be staring down the barrel of a
1: shantytown situation.
0: Oh my God, dude. Who just takes a vehicle and parks in someone's you know, street and says, This is my street? I'm going to live here now because I'm poor. I'll tell you who New poor. What? Ever since the recession hit, waves of new people are suddenly broke. These people have no idea how to live without money. They're what's called new poor, mm-hmm. old poor.
1: Yeah, they could stand to learn a lesson or two from us because we would never take our homelessness and shove it down everybody's face. Oh, have yeah. some class
0: if you're gonna be poor. All right, let's get this guy out of here, send him a message. let it. All right, let's, let's slash his tires. Yeah. Uh, well, not uh, that though, because then he can't leave. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, well, you start putting plans under microscopes and nothing's gonna make sense, all right? Lots That's... of things make sense. Slashing someone's tires so that can't... they leave makes no sense, You gonna Charlie? put everything I say under a yes. microscope, bud?
3: Yeah. It's a stupid that... idea, Charlie.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, you have a better plan?
1: Kind of a topical episode, I would suppose, uh, for back in the day. Uh, proving yet again, Sunny has always kind of done the um, topical thing for whatever's going on that year. Um, a lot of a lot of schemes, a lot of plans, a lot of bailouts, a lot of fun to be had. Um, so let's dive into this and tell me what you guys think. Starting off with 11 a.m. on a Tuesday, um, I'll say it right now before we get too deep into it uh this episode was definitely a sleeper for me where mm. uh i forgot how much i enjoyed it
2: oh yes
1: um yes. Uh, i i will say it gets a little boring towards the middle there L- lost my interest a little bit but uh, not wrong you're not wrong i will say i forgot how much i enjoyed this one what do you guys think season five episode three
3: uh this this might be my fault well, I guess it has to be my fault. I don't know else's fault it can be. But I actually overhyped this episode to myself. I thought this was one of my favorite episodes. And I remember it being amazing. And I think I just overhyped it too much. And Dude, I still like it. it but possible? I think this one suffers from a uh, NASTA.
1: Hmm. Uh, did you just miss did
2: i hate you just this, i hate
3: fucking NAFSA. i'm gonna say it right now i hate this shit <laughs> i hate this shit <laughs> well sometimes it's I not hate it too, it's but not as it, good. but it's hard to go in yeah it's hard to go into it with it, pretending it's the, my first time watching it when it's not it doesn't have um, to like yeah you, that's I just like again i think i just overhyped it to myself
1: did you just misremember it what did you did you like Clicking on it, think it was something else. Like I, I know that's a problem we have. No, had I just where... remember
3: it. I just thought that some of these scenes, rewatching it, even sitting in my room by myself, like I thought I was gonna be laughing out loud, just to, to myself. And
4: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. I, I kind of, like you said, I kind of got bored a little bit, and I was like, oh man, I don't know if this is that great. I think, um, but then as it went on, there were really good parts of it, but it just wasn't as great as I remember it being.
2: I think because... I think it is a gag-heavy episode, but I think it is a more dialogue-heavy episode, which is probably why it seems like we got caught... A, you know, we kind of got a bit disinterested in, in the middle. Because I, I I swear, I had this exact same thing. I did look through halfway. The episode, I'm like, is this... Like, how far are we into this episode? Mm-hmm. Because I was like... It just... It, 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 the pacing was a bit odd, I guess. But then, once... The episode picked up steam, and I think once it got past the middle, it got much better. Not that it was bad, but I'm just saying it was it was, it was very dialogue heavy of, of an episode for me, which it's I still love. for quotes. I'm quotes, great. great for quotes.
3: Yeah. Amazing.
1: I, I'm, gl- I'm glad I you I 100% the...
3: agree that it did get- Go for it. I was going to say that it did get better moving on, because I literally, every single score I have written down, I crossed off and then- made it like a point or two higher as the episode went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There so was a it, point better.
0: There was a point there for me as it, it, it traveled on where I was like, okay, you know, this is okay. It's going to be one of those like five to six episodes. And then there's the, um, uh, really the sale scene really set it up for mm-hmm. me. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. There's, there's the funny, they saved the funny for that.
1: <laughs> it's Woo! funny you say that. Cause that's, that's around the time I actually got kind of bored with it. And, um, it's, it's, it's hard to describe why, but I'm glad... Before to or ha- after? I um, will well, say like before it. Before or...
0: Yeah. yeah. The sale were- scene for me is like when it, when it switches to be... Yeah. Yes. Movie, yeah, not.
1: before that. But I'm glad Adam brought up pacing because this episode is kind of strange in, in the way they execute their schemes. Like um, you got Mac and Dennis who don't really set up the actual idea of distributing the patties dollars to the shanties. They don't really set that up till I want to say like the last like seven, (laughs) six minutes of the episode. That's like your third act. They're still setting up uh, this final scheme, which I will say that just sets it up that much funnier at the end. In my opinion, when they're having a conversation and realize that neither of them has been in control this whole time and neither of them know what they're doing. So I like it. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of get what you're saying there, Adam. And I Donnie's kind of agreeing with me, agreeing with him that there's like a dip there. Um, Nafsta. Nafsta, Nafsta, Sure. But I will say one of the most, one of the best
2: cold opens.
1: Yeah, their I, lack of memorable. urgency. Their lack of urgency after seeing that Frank is hanging yeah. from the bar is insane Mm -hmm. it is amazing like oh geez what do we got here like they're not looking at their friend or tie a stool to me (laughs) (laughs) who's dennis dennis someone who he thought of as his dad yeah seeing him hanging there and they're like egging him on (laughs) they're like like, what are you doing oh you're
2: not gonna get you're not gonna fucking it's not gonna work dude you're too big a sausage neck
1: it's it's definitely a well bookended episode it it begins with some big laughs it ends with some big laughs yeah um but what what else do we think about what's going on in the on the middle there like as far as like um frank kind of hopping around from dennis and and max story to d's yeah. to charlie's what, what what do you guys think of how everyone was organized in this episode
2: I think really well. I think organized really well, um, especially because Charlie's cast off, um, and then we kind of see him, kind of meet 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 in the middle, kind of. You know, he's thrown away by Mac and Dennis, and then he's employed by Frank. And we, I kind, of, it's it's fun seeing like because a lot of episodes that we 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 watch, like they don't really connect the dots in a lot of ways. It just falls together in the yeah. end somehow. But mm-hmm. this one, there were some dots connected. I like how there was um, like a through line to it. How we got to see. Charlie. I noticed. A, yeah.
0: I noticed a lot of references in this episode. I don't want to say like stuff like product placement, which got me thinking that maybe uh, uh, Fox or the television studio was out of money during the recession. I am so very uh,
1: glad you mentioned that. Probably. Cause that is one of my favorite. References.
0: Yes, as one of my
1: favorite gags. This episode that um, Glenn Howard had ended up tweeting um, after this episode came out. He ended up tweeting about this, where the product placement is supposed to be like this gag in the episode, but uh, during the original airing, you know what the commercials were in between. Each uh, during each break was Dave Miller, Busters Highland. and Coors, <laughs> Miller
2: uh, Highlight and Coors, and DJ
1: Fridays, <laughs> the champagne of beer.
0: Miller Highland. Miller's my life, and GameWorks.
1: <laughs> yeah, rest in peace, GameWorks. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. So basically, his consensus was that if you watch the episode with no commercials, it's it's a much better gag. But as it is getting advertised the same thing that's being product placed in the show it's it's obviously gonna take away from that but i'm glad I you would, mentioned that
2: i would have hated that i i don't like trend i i don't i don't like i that. do
1: like the idea though that just like in the episode fx was having a hard time with money and they're like sure let's mix it like it's, it would be funny it's if pretty like meta it's would, like you guys are saying
2: it would be funny if like the gang like appeared in like a core's commercial or like a dnb episode or commercial i mean mm-hmm. That would yeah be i just mean it. one
0: of the quotes like where are you gonna find a premium steak in an arcade setting like uh <laughs> yeah, that's <a> good quote. <laughs> slap that shit on a, a dave and buster's power card I mean, where else <laughs> has it Ooh, have any of us been
1: to a dave and buster's mountains. have you not i have never been to I a have, dave and Buster's. Uh, we, we should do
2: we should do um a podcast Same. retreat do
0: i will tell you why i went to david busters i went to david busters because of they have like unlimited play and i had never beaten <laughs> time crisis three
4: Oh, and i had probably oh. spent
0: in my entire lifetime at least forty dollars and quarters trying to beat time crisis three so that uh-huh. they had unlimited play and I could beat it, like I had the option. Please tell me the story ends with yeah. you
3: beating it. I have no idea what that game is. Time Crisis?
0: Yeah, no idea. Yeah, I, I did beat it, dude. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes,
2: I, I,
0: don't I don't know bless.
2: what that is. Uh, growing up, my dad was a, a university professor, and he, I guess he, he would take his his students and his whole class for the semester to play here. Time Crisis. Yeah to play time crisis you're kidding no what what would that teach as a professor well no (laughs) no we went
1: to
0: (laughs) time management what educational value (laughs) does that game have sir he would
2: would do like host surveys at malls or something like for because he's like he's a finance econ professor Uh uh-huh so that was their assignment they had to take like you know surveys and shit and then at the end my dad would like host like
1: like a dinner party
2: at like dnb for his class and i got to like every year i got to like go and play
1: dnb and then they pull out the guns and reenact time crisis in real life oh shit
2: i don't know what time crisis is for this joke enough help but it's a game at the arcade
1: where you have the you flip pedal you Look. guys really are missing yeah, out you guys, been,
2: you guys haven't been to dnb you, you don't know about the the bucks they got
1: yeah let's talk about the dnb the box the, 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 the dnb bucks um the the power bucks um is Is what do you guys think of this little plot that they come up with? Because I think it's some of the best bits in this, one of the best bits in this episode. But it is not there nearly enough. Uh, What you, what you guys think of the power bucks? Great, short and sweet.
0: I think that it was only it was only well wrapped up at the end. I I actually disagree with you, Adam. I didn't think that it was short and sweet. I thought it Mm. was overplayed without being as funny as it could have been and the only real wrap up was at the end where they don't have any beer and all they have is power bucks.
2: Mm. Or Patty's yeah. Bucks. Or where they're like, I thought you were in control. That was that was really like the... yeah, Alright. No, I blacked too... out. Yeah, I'm not going to fight too much on
1: that. It was short. It, it's a very short bit, but I guess depending on what you think of it, that's either still too long or not long enough. So, I wish
2: we got to see more of the shanties. I feel like they used shanties as a plot device, but they did not show shanties as a plot device. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, it was just kind of like a a one-off new poor versus old poor
0: joke, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And that Looks was like all new right. new rich versus old rich.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh it's it's all right. I don't know. You're I kind of agree with you. I wish they would have played into the shanties more. And in that way, that's another thing that this story really left me lacking was that, um, in many ways, it feels like it went too crazy. Like, not that that much happened in this episode, but like the story went too everywhere. Uh, and and yeah, it seems like there's a lot of false flags as far as like setting up shanties and whatnot. Like, a lot of, a lot of ways it looks like the story is going to go and then it doesn't end up going down that path yeah no i I, that's
2: exactly yeah
0: yeah i got that i got that when they pulled up in an rv to like participate in the shanty it was like oh because they're subletting their apartment but then they just drive
2: away again anyways. anyways i wanted to see like yeah i wanted to see two shanties um uh guy people I wanted to see them fight over Patty Bucks. Be like,
0: oh you got more than me. Like they could have done they could have done the crab scene, but Charlie is in the same shanty and he's getting the crabs from like a river or he's putting the crabs in like one of those shitty runoff rivers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Delaware mud crab. <laughs> uh I believe those
1: were crayfish is, is no, not what was actually in the cage oh. was um not usable once again. The show is great at at showing the gang com- being completely off the mark. What, what what were they crayfish? Crayfish, I believe, is, is crawfish? crawfish. Crawfish. We used to have
2: crawdads. Crawdads.
3: Is there? Know. I'm pretty Crawling?
1: sure there's. I think a, those are
3: both a thing. Crawfish. Yeah, I, I don't know. We had to have is a
1: bottom feeder.
2: We'd had, we had we we had to have them uh, when we were in third grade as pets for a science project.
1: Whoa, whoa. Whoa, I'm having my mind uh, blown right here. They, it, it's, it's the same he thing. He hacked into the system. It's the same thing. Yeah. Um, I want to go ahead and call out our resident, southern resident, uh dish of the day what what the hell man why aren't you correcting us on our mislabeling of well, southern cuisine i just i
0: just, I just figured they all gonna go to label whatever 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 you want to label it, so it would it matter what what i, what I was supposed to say you guys are Damn, only that was some
2: marble mouth fucking <laughs> shit dude that you guys awesome.
1: you guys are only good for erecting statues of confederate generals and being in the path of tornadoes, I'll I'll come out and say it.
0: Speaking of, good segue. Matt's Confederate uh, Matt, uh, Max Confederate flag shirt, Battle of Pea Ridge, eighteen sixty two. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, that I bet makes you guys didn't catch that one. Yeah, you that, didn't catch Ridge. the the glaring Confederate flag.
2: I did not notice. I was. I, I honestly I was. I was looking at Charlie's shirt most of the time, I'm trying to figure out what that was going on. You know what I was saying. Well, in,
0: in in good news, I will say the Battle of Pea Ridge resulted in a Union victory. I looked that up.
2: Which <laughs> Union?
1: <laughs> no I'm, waiting. Know, I'm waiting for you. Yes, he goes. Which Union? Our Union. We're married now. Oh. Well, there you go. I'll I'll play it off of you. You know what I was watching? What I was staring at in this episode? That beautiful knife set, and it reminded me of a time back in college in which a friend and I were um, up uh, about two in the morning watching uh, the the Home Shopping Network, or QVC, whichever it was, and um, they were selling knife sets. Yeah. And uh, we didn't go through with it, but there's part of me that really regrets not just spending the money and getting the 500-piece knife set. That also came with a katana and a machete. Those are important to have.
0: Very important oh, no. tools.
1: Those are very important to have.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, no. Uh, uh, a guys, friend of... A friend Go of, ahead,
3: Donald. Did you guys, did you guys know any uh, door-to-door knife salesmen? Like I almost was. Yes. yes. No. That's what and I'm trying to say. And,
0: and you do, you do too. We, we
3: all know a knife well, salesman. I, fr- I forget. Didn't you guys? It's me. F- who yes. out of our friends did? Did, did any of you?
0: Um, I'm not gonna, you know, name drop him in case Cutco wants to find him and and cut him off from the oh, company okay. of well, being alive. But dude, he was your roommate's previous roommate, dude. I, I don't. I don't I know. About, don't know. Uh, I don't know about that finances. Yeah, he, he came. He came to my house with the whole the whole shebang. He came to my house with a rope. He came to my house with like some sort of rock. Wait, and like all the little be. all the little toys that 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 to show. That the knife cuts in half. You're kidding me. That's this dude the ended sale. up selling For knives. The,
3: the, rope, the rope and the rock were cake.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> there we go. Is yeah. yeah. it cake? A cake. <laughs> you wanna be a globe salesman?
1: Is <laughs> it cake?
2: You wanna go sell globes in the Midwest
1: in the nineteen forties? That's horrific. That is I, I figured out who you were talking about, by the way. They really became a rope salesman? Wait, no, no they, they used, were they they used the rope. Use the, 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 rope. the knife, knife the salesman, knives were knife salesman, uh, yeah. not
0: rope, but they came up with it's like, like a, thick, a whole rope demonstration. Yeah. Oh, jeez They're given to by Cutco. Cutco gives it to you and is like, here's this well, well, rope, gonna, here's this rock. Don't forget gonna, to cut them in half.
3: Back to back, shout out Pat. Since fucking, I mentioned Pat last episode when we went hitchhiking together, he was also a Cutco knife salesman.
0: Oh so really? Did he have the rope <laughs> to cut in half?
3: <laughs> I don't remember what he did. I
2: didn't buy knives from maybe him. Maybe I'm a dingus. But what a
1: terrible you? friend. Who's Pat? We've mentioned Pat a couple times. Dude, I can here afford on the podcast. afford knives. Oh, okay, all right.
3: I don't. I don't know. Yeah, no. I... You guys don't actually know him, just from mentioning him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Donnie can't afford knives. He just rips his chicken apart. Yeah. <laughs>
3: He's, trying to have this <laughs> <bare> he's <hands. laughs> just
1: staring at a, a loaf like of bread school, like, what do like I do? We were like, what do I do?
3: Yeah, it was like freshman <laughs> or sophomore year of high school. I didn't, I couldn't <laughs> afford <laughs> shit. My parents yeah. bought me everything.
1: He's like, we're I barely child. had a
3: spoon. Yeah, <sighs> spoon.
0: I was a baby. <laughs> when I was two years old, I couldn't buy shit.
4: <laughs>
2: and now look at me. I'm on top of the world. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, the, the voiceover I pay my to your rent. The voiceover to your movie.
1: <laughs> oh, Back when I was a baby, I couldn't do
2: shit, but now I'm 25 and I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Is it
1: still voiced by Alec
2: Baldwin? Yeah. <laughs> Guess who's talking? Guess who's shooting you
1: behind the cameras? Yikes! Yikes! Would you guys think of the <laughs> abrasive end to this episode? Um, it's just kind of sudden. Like they're going through with these other schemes, and then suddenly Frank gets a call and the episode's over. What'd you guys think of that? It's a metaphor for
3: how. The bailout? Yeah, the yeah, bailout. No, it's 100% like a real world. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, Too oh, to everyone's fail. just, yeah, everyone's just fucked, and then all of a sudden you're not because you get bailed out. Oh, it's. That's like,
0: exactly how the recession ended.
3: <laughs> Dude, honestly, th- 2008, 2009
2: is the reason that I fucking hate the government now. I'm like, all these companies went under. And you people fucking bailed out these asshole companies f- while, while people in my hometown are jumping off just buildings. Oh, hey, two years. fuck that.
0: Ixnay on the criticism of the government, day. Oh, fuck criticism the government. Criticism of the government. <laughs> All right.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. No, you we're know We're not trying to have the CIA. Fuck the CIA. Day. Whoa, hey, whoa, hey, hey. hey. Or the FBA Fuck the FBA. Hey, whoa. Uh,
2: fuck the FAA, the the one one two, the D one <coughs> the DMZ. TMZ? The, fuck TMZ. He's loving the, DMZ.
0: <laughs> the demilitarized zone. Yeah, fuck that.
2: <laughs> uh, Militarize
1: that shit. <laughs> no, let's let's move on. So I, I got this idea. What we're gonna do is we're gonna ask for all the listeners, all you guys. Send us your addresses. We're going to send you some Paddy's Bucks. Yeah. You can use these Paddy's Bucks to buy merch. I'll do one better. You send us your social. We'll just
2: put it right in your account.
1: Yes. Send us. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to send us your credit card number. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three numbers on the back. Yeah. Uh, your social security. Mom's maiden name. Mother's maiden name. Yes, of course. Uh, mom's mom's maiden name. And we will send you the first run of rumham bucks yeah for you to spend exclusively in the alleyway behind my house yeah <laughs> you have to fly to vegas <laughs> locate me we're trying to
2: stimulate uh our um uh, comp- our, our rumham economy here and we can't do that unless we have your credit cards
4: mhm
1: what do you guys think Good idea? Bad idea? No idea? Do you you have any idea how a self-sustaining economy works?
0: I will say that grocery stores, uh, a lot of the food and stuff in grocery stores are vendored to the food companies, and if it doesn't sell, the grocery store just gives it back to the food company for credit. So the grocery store doesn't actually lose any money by buying a product that doesn't sell. Really? Mm-hmm. So how do they lose money? People steal yeah. from them? Yeah. Welcome to the
1: Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome, Biatch. Um good episode, I think. Um not necessarily the best in the world. Uh good episode. Oh, this is an
3: episode review? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we it's were talking so economics. Long, yeah. I thought it's we were so talking long. about
0: fucking let them eat cake. I thought we were talking about fucking Cutco.
3: Everything but this episode, yeah. It well, make, make it for good anyways, episodes. yeah, keep going. Episode review.
1: I mean, what else What else is there to say about this episode except for the fact it takes place in a Dave & Buster's, which is where you can find the Dave & Buster's power card, giving you access to great food, great games, and a whole list of selections. Today's episode is brought to you by Dave & Buster's. Dave & Buster's, you're here because you're a third wheel on your friend's date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I hope there are actually people named Dave and Buster, and I will end with that.
1: Imagine hating your kids so much that you name one Dave and you name one Buster,
4: mm.
1: and then, and then when you call for them, you're like, "Is this pre-pre?" No, you do it now. You know what you, you guys? Oh, remember. you're saying like now? You guys, do you guys oh, remember oh, Dave oh, and Barrys? Oh,
3: oh. I thought you were making fun of the kids for their name that created the store. But okay, yeah.
1: No, I I don't know if they're actually named. Do I remember what?
2: Oh, Stephen Berry's. It was like a clothing place. Oh, no, I don't. A bunch of like fucking of people combining names and making stores. That doesn't make a business.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure it does. Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's. I mean, fuck those guys. But yeah, Ben and yes. Jerry's.
3: Yeah. Oh, man. Ron uh, Hammond Wild Cards. Fucking idiots. Wait, what? You Asshole.
1: just throw together two abstract concepts <laughs> and you get a, a half decent name. Yeah. A half decent name. And then and you get, get to awesome run the... hmm mm
2: product c- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from hmm
1: You know, guys, I think we need to talk more about this episode, but I think we need to uh, talk it out over some Merlot and steaks at the local uh, uh, DMBs So um, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to meet back up at a centrally located Dave & Buster's between the four of us, wherever that may be. We're going to go
2: talk to the shanties around, and we'll be back.
1: Yeah, we'll be right back. We're going to put this episode on the list of lists, scale 1 to 10, you know what's up. Did we put the core sign on? <laughs> the core sign is. So on, the yes. course sign. The, co- the course sign is on, so everyone knows we have fresh, delicious Budweiser. I think it's funny this episode.
0: I mean, that's a good retcon to explain why nobody's ever in the fucking bar.
1: Amazing. Yeah.
0: You have three dogs, and you've never once uh, had them fight each other for money.
1: No, I can honestly say I've never held a dog fight for profit. Just for fun. Exclusively for fun. What about (laughs) charity? What about yeah? What about for
0: charity?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That'd be hilarious. Like, would you come on out? Help out Shriners Hospital.
3: That'd be hilarious. Like a
0: no. It's the better. It's the American Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. You do the (laughs) ASPCA.
3: Yeah, you save a thousand animals at the expense of like five. It's It's,
0: It's easy math.
3: Easy math. We
1: love dogs a lot and love irony more. Welcome back. Golden Gods and Goddesses, welcome back to our fun house of high quality Dave and Buster steaks, uh, overpriced glasses of Merlot, and signs that we think say "cores" but actually say Closed. And ironically enough, Adam and I are, uh, we never really drink on mic, but this is the first time I think we've done that, but we're drinking Budweiser, so we don't have any Blue Mountains in front of us. But just like today's episode we're talking about, today's episode is going to have an unnecessary mentions of uh, an unnecessary amount of mentions of Budweiser. Budweiser, the King of
2: Beers. Budweiser, because you didn't want the blue one. <laughs> Budweiser.
1: If you were drinking responsibly, you wouldn't be drinking Budweiser. Welcome back to the podcast. Golden Gods and Alice's. welcome back, Rom, Ham and Wildcards. Let's get into this here. We have some categories that we are going to be talking about when we revisit this episode right now. We are going to be talking about the story, the characters, the quotes, the overall humor, and the wild card for this episode. And for every single one of these categories, each of our hosts can give up to 10 points or no points or any mixture in between uh, for a total of 200 possible points between the four of us here today, but we're going to handle the math on our side. You just sit back, relax, and uh, catch some fresh Delaware runoff crawfish with us right now. First up is the story. We are going to talk about the story first, and um, I'm going to leave it up to you guys because I'm a little torn about how I feel. I could probably go a point higher or a point lower, depending on what you guys got to say right now. But what do you think as far as um, the fact we haven't really seen an A-B type story on Sunny in a while? Uh, We've been seeing a lot of uh, group episodes uh, lately. It's been about like the Nightman cometh, the gang hits the road, all that stuff. Mudcrab, you want to go?
2: I
0: like to judge A- Yeah, no, no. Yeah, by all means. Go for a crawfish. I like to judge. All right, by all means. I like to judge uh, a B stories by the reach around. And here there was a semi reach around. So I I, I quite liked that. It wasn't it, it didn't get me all the way. There was no ultimate tie in at the end. I mean, I guess you could say there was an ultimate tie in at the end because they all came back together. But I feel like that was more contrived. Whereas Charlie, being the guy that Frank tell Frank was his job man, that was the real reach around. I was just going to say wrap around. I apologize.
1: Yeah, like like I say, that's more plot twist. But I get what you're saying.
2: Yes, um, I agree. I I think it was I think it was a really good story. I think it was a good story for the humor to thrive in, for, um, just the different you know shenanigans that are are. Our gang got up to just a generic story for that um i like how it was satirical the story was satirical how it like tied into real stuff that was happening and again the big bailout in the end that's what does it for me in the story ultimately Mm -hmm. which is hilarious
0: i also like the uh addition of uh, different areas the story felt wide to me in that it, it, it didn't uh, it didn't just take place in the bar and it didn't just take place in the apartment and it didn't just take place wherever most of the members of the gang were sure there was a fair amount of gang and dave and busters and there was a fair amount or not enough we said of the shanty towns. but we also got to see d and frank make a sale we got to see uncle jack and charlie back at his house so it, it felt like that the story hit a lot of the, the setting was very broad and, and and not in the uh sexist way but in in like the uh, large way
1: study hey. abroad more more like uh study study abroad at home hail abroad hey. here Heyo. Hey. More like leave hey. the country
2: and study their history
1: <laughs> get get cultured yeah. <laughs> um i don't know i i honestly completely agree with what you said there dish of the day, Um, very broad in the sense of the setting Um, as far as story goes, though um, not too much to report. I just kind of feel smack dab in the middle of it um, after getting some really awesome story setups and some really classic sunny episodes uh, the past handful that we've seen, even at the end of season four there. Um, I just have a hard time giving this anything higher than a six. So I'm going to go six for the story. Um, not bad. It's just mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. I gave it an eight. Cause I
2: I, I, uh,
0: have... I would have.
1: <laughs>
0: I give it an eight. No, go ahead. You've already said your number. <laughs> you get the floor legally. Thank
2: you. Thank you. That's true. That's, that, that's Rumham Wildcard's law. Look it up. Yeah, look Those it are up. our it's bylaws.
0: Law. Those are our bird laws.
2: Uh, I gave it an eight because I thought that the story developed really well. It it developed really well, and um, you know, Dennis and Mac being, you know, I guess the the top dogs of 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 it, and having the issues of the story trickle down from them, and then we see, you know, because they're 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 testing D, they're right, she quits. Mm-hmm. They're testing um uh charlie and through through like their like testing of d D and charlie we learn a lot about both about every character and that catalyzes the rest of the story and it's just a fun it's just a fun thing to watch this entire episode so you like the trickle down story economics trickle down story economics um you know, Jesus, you know, that's another one that's that we're going to trademark here. See, the, on thing the, show. Is, the thing is, I, like, I don't know. Uh, I, I know we joke, about. I don't know finances. I don't know. Uh, that's <laughs> my dad. I don't. I'm not that kind of Jew
1: who knows money or anything. I'm the funny guy kind. I'm not I'm <laughs> the money kind. Everyone knows when you're if, if you're Jewish, when you're born, they uh, they establish you. You're either you're either funny kind, mm-hmm. a money kind or a lawyer kind or if you're very rare you're doctor kind. Yeah. Um, not as much anymore. Not as this much. It is like
0: a pick your class.
1: Yeah. Yeah, basically, except they just put a stamp on your ass. That <laughs> wears off on your 13th birthday. That's what a Bar Mitzvah is. Yeah. Uh, a Bar Mitzvah is the restamping of your Jewish ass that lets you know. Yeah.
3: Lawyer. The- <laughs> accountant. <laughs> funny <my sugar> guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stupid uh what about you donny what do you think
3: uh <clears throat> i'm actually right in between you guys uh, i gave it a seven uh, i like how it splits up i agree with the dish Woo! uh it's going yeah there's a lot happening everywhere it wasn't super intricate there wasn't like three different stories and it was all interweaving so it wasn't amazing but i do like how it split up and then the good old wraparound at the end gotta love that <laughs>
0: I was bouncing between a 7 and an 8, and I think I'm going to stick with a 7. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, we're all pretty close. I'll stick with my 6. I'd definitely
1: be going with a 5 or below a 5 if this episode didn't have such a powerhouse ending or such a ludicrous beginning as
0: Frank hanging himself. Um, Yeah, it just... If you stick with a six, I'm going to come to your fucking house and I'm going to make you a nice dinner and tell you how much I cherish our friendship. Oh, fuck. Six and a half. Six and a half.
1: <laughs> All right. We'll move on to the characters. What'd you guys think? Because I'm on the eight. verge of saying perfection. A 10. I gave it a 10. Perfection? Uh, I gave it a 10. I gave it an 8 also. Okay, so we're between the 8s and the 10s. I tens. feel
0: like Mac wasn't I feel like Mac wasn't all the way Mac. I feel like he was more just like a another sort of Dennis. I mean, what? I guess What? Hmm, I don't know because there was there was the whole scene with the uh, um trying the uh, Dave and Buster's card at the TGI Fridays. Mm-hmm. I do have that in my quotes. You son of a bitch. No, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> You're going to do that alone. So I, <laughs> I, I I I did like that. Um I I don't know. I don't know if 10 I don't know I feel like 10 is they all have to be on it and if they're all on it I'm laughing the whole time Mm, maybe D wasn't really that much of D ah should he get shit on is that the D character is the D character just being shit on I think Mm. I
1: think D is a great straight man this episode I think uh D uh provides excellent joke fodder for Frank's whole thing uh with killing himself the second time uh maybe it is what you people eat maybe it is a shoe maybe um, it is a shoe. you know all that is because d is able to be this jumping off point for a lot of these jokes this episode i think she's an excellent straight man um and they managed to get a lot of her tropes in as well it's um, always
2: great whenever d says oh come on
1: yeah yeah i mean and we get bonnie and jack showing up oh which, yeah. Is always an interesting time, not necessarily a good time, but it it, it adds something. Yeah, I think for characters. This I know is 10 what out wrestling 10. is. Yeah, it's but it's not, it's not something you uncle- do with Stu. Yeah.
0: Uh, what, what do we think about? What do you Frank, think? Though? What do you think, Donnie? Donnie Talk me down, be. Donnie. Talk him down.
3: Um, I mean, again, I think I think yeah, I have an eight also, so I mean, I think the characters were all good. Um. I kind of agree D was like a little less dramatic, a little less out there. Like she kind of was the straight man this episode, which isn't necessarily terrible. But for me, a 10 would be every character is over the top. I don't even think Charlie was my favorite. Like I think he he played himself well, but I don't think any character was really over the top. And then same with Frank. Like Frank was playing the businessman, which I like. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, yeah, I just don't think any character went over the top to me. I even started at a seven, but then with Uncle Jack and Bonnie and the side characters, I had to bump it up to an eight. I
0: will argue um, a similar point if we're going to accept the the over a top, the top method. Some characters, I think, did go over the top. I think Frank went over the top. I can hear an argument that Charlie uh, went over the top in playing himself. But Mac and D didn't. They were you know even even if they were themselves, it definitely wasn't over the top
1: i mean is is that okay though because so yeah, like i'm gonna
0: stick with i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with my eight I don't need them to be over the top
1: see I'm, I don't like torn, over the top. I'm torn because I want them to be over the top I need. can agree with both of you guys because I want them to be over the top, but at the same time because they're not this episode, it applies it it allows uh a much larger laugh by the end of it like. If Mac was different this episode, that gag at the end when him and Dennis are realizing neither of them has a clue, that wouldn't be nearly as funny if Mac was playing himself up the whole episode. But because he just kind of seems like he's sort of the number two possibly to this plan. Making that Dennis seem re- rational and reasonable. Rational, yeah. Um, I don't know, I'm kind of between both you guys, so but, I don't know, I think... I think i might have to go down to a nine i think
3: again i get what you guys are saying like there's really no there's really no negative to it that's why like i I have a hard time giving it a lower score but to me it's like i there's episodes where there's multiple side characters every character is way over the top they're the perfect version of themselves like i just think there's multiple episodes where the characters just stand out way more
0: yeah, I have to agree with Arthur Donald on this one.
3: <laughs> like I could maybe go to a 9, I, like I could see it, but I I mean I think I think an 8 is a, a very like strong score in general.
1: Uh
3: I'm I want to stick with the
1: 9. Um let me ask you guys before we move away from this though. Yeah. As far as Frank goes, the next episode we're going to see is the gang gives Frank an intervention. Is that a good time for this episode? Have we seen enough of Frank to constitute him Having gone off the deep edge, if that makes sense.
2: Ideally, they would have done it after the lady episode, which mm -hmm. happens in a few seasons from now, right? Yeah,
0: because it. Well, he did try and kill himself three times. (laughs) That (laughs) is true. uh, Okay. Maybe. Look, if I cared about any of you and you tried to kill yourselves three times, I would give you an intervention.
2: Thanks.
3: Where's my intervention?
0: Question mark.
3: I was say, I don't know that intervention is the right word but I I appreciate the the thought. I mean you could intervene <laughs> on someone's sentiment. like suicidality.
1: You can be like the way you're making me feel makes me feel very sad. <laughs> I just want a glass of milk.
0: <laughs> nah, that's Well well it would it, it would What probably... are you intervening on? Their Look, depression? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they well you uh... We're just I, like, "Hey, I, yeah, know. I know you're sad right now." I just right watch a TV Stop show, okay? That. I just watched the TV show. No, I don't you. know that it makes works you the life.
1: That makes you the expert dish of the day. Yeah,
2: <laughs> dang it. All <laughs> right. Well, uh, say, yeah. We we are all good with our characters. I don't think there I don't think I'm going to bump you guys up, but I just want to say I I I think that the way that the characters of Dennis, I mean of D and Mac um, though you guys say they were lackluster but this episode I liked the way that they facilitated the entire episode Um, and I put I, I was like Do I put that in a story or, Do I put that in characters I put in characters okay I just think that character wise it's just a it's a solid very solid episode yeah it's definitely like I will take that under advisement I think it's like I think it's like the bar minimum of like
1: a 10 really this For is, me. this is like, what you're going to base all your other tens off of, basically? Maybe. C- c- coming from season five, when we know
2: that, that, in reality, characters are going to get wilder and more expansive and bigger and, and more numerable, maybe. I, it might have to be... I might have to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Let's move on to quotes because... Um, it seems like we might be torn on this one here. Um, and I'm going to say that this is another one that I think, um, is, is very quote heavy, uh, not necessarily in quantity. Um, but I didn't realize how many things are said in this episode that I carried into, uh, my daily life. Like the, um, you know, I want to say he's wrong, but I don't know enough about blank. Um, like, you know and obviously in sunny it's stars but it's like that one I carry into real life um, uh, but the mountains they're tearing down blue. the barrel
0: of a shantytown situation
1: I've heard you use that one dish of the day uh, at my other job my other other job uh, I once did use the quote but the mountains they've turned blue uh, because this girl was trying to complain about the temperature of her yeah. beer and that I just pulled out of the cooler I was like but the mountains they've turned blue she didn't appreciate it, and I didn't get a tip. But I don't know. There's a lot of fun this episode. Uh, I'm going to go <laughs> Surprise. ahead. I'm going to go say seven out you of gotta ten. You got a laugh out of it, though. Go ahead and yell some quotes and try and get me up. Seven? Um, I gave it, I gave it a six.
3: This bar uh, runs on trash, dude.
0: This bar runs on. You're really behind on my rent. What does (laughs) that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) You're really behind on my rent because I wish she delivered the. I wish she delivered that either like
1: much more intentionally, where it's like, okay, this this is a joke, but it's said so casually that I had to rewatch it twice to confirm. Yes, she says you're behind on my rent, and they're going to evict me.
3: (laughs) I think that's yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, yeah, that's that's phenomenal. phenomenal Tile chair to me.
0: Tie a chair to me, of course. Tie a chair to me.
3: I like the whole <laughs> new poor, we're, we're old poor. Well, new people poor don't know how to live. Gonna, you I'm
0: gonna, gonna try the DMB card at that TGI Fridays? No, you son of a bitch. No, you son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> I, I say uh, no, you son of a bitch a lot.
0: <laughs> but no, that
1: isn't <laughs> that. that that's I know a I, I do, delivery. Yeah. I, think. I know it's supposed to be delivery. You son of a bitch. Yeah. No,
3: like
2: um, yeah. I, I. No, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you are gonna put everything I say under a One microscope? Quote that button. isn't
3: amazing. 21. you that guys heard, you guys both uh, just yelled a quote for the at first me at the time same i think thing. this time well i one? didn't even get a quote out yet i'm still oh, okay. trying to yeah me neither but go ahead
2: go donnie i can't get a word in edge wise um donnie go donnie
3: uh, go. I, don't, I don't know what i was gonna say
2: what well then you obviously didn't give it it wasn't it. that good of a quote then yeah <laughs> um i don't understand how finances work I don't understand how the U.S. economy works, let alone a self-sustaining economy. I say that on the reg all the time. <laughs> you said
1: it earlier this episode review. Yeah. You're like, I
2: don't know how an economy works. I don't. Um, I have an idea. Uh, maybe, maybe it is a
1: shoe. Yeah, I like the a good one. the. Uh, it's gonna smell like chicken. Like the whole the, that whole back and forth. There's a lot of good back and forth this episode where there's like
0: no beat mix. The cores, you can't read it from the outside. outside. You can't read it it from the inside. You can't read it from the outside. They do
1: that in this episode where there's like no beat miss. Like later in that scene when he's like, I've got places I can go and they immediately say like, no, you don't. Or No, you don't. Yeah, or like when when Frank says, I'm resilient, D immediately says you tried to off yourself multiple times in the past 24 hours. (laughs)
0: Multiple times.
1: (laughs) It's just... I like the quotes in this episode because we're starting to get um, a lot of the things that are said are are forming these characteristics that we know, like like Frank saying this knife blasts through this shoe. Like he's, you can see Danny DeVito's really like making the Frank character his own. Mm.
2: If,
0: that, so, if that makes sense, all right. We're I'll that raise it a to lot a seven of our, from a six. I think this is really
1: good quote wise in this episode because we're seeing that not just for Frank, but. For a lot of uh, episodes, for a lot of characters, I'll
0: raise it to a seven from a six. Seven! Brayden,
2: did that come into play? Does it come into play in your character section from before? No, I
1: I lowered my characters. I know. Because because of earlier. No, I know. But I'm sticking at a seven right now. (laughs) Because this is the land of the free home of the Whopper, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. What'd
2: you give it to BK
1: Lounge.
3: Uh, I gave it a seven also.
2: Okay. So I also gave it a 7. Sounds like we're yeah. all
3: at sevens. Yeah, that's That's weird. That's
1: uh really weird. One of us is going to have to change.
0: That's a consensus. That means that means it gets to go to the electric chair, right? If everyone yeah. gives it the same number.
1: <laughs> I don't I I want to be honest, I
2: don't know what the hell a 10 is for quotes from
0: I watch court TV. A
1: 10 out of 10 for quotes. Um I think it's one of my favorite one of my favorite quote
2: pops up and I I think I'm going to know when that is.
3: It's, it's either up.
1: gotta have either just like a solid handful of lines that I've either used in my daily life or like when I think of the show I think of them, or it's gotta have just such a stupid amount of great one off lines yeah. or back and forth banter mm-hmm. that um basically the whole script has to be golden. Okay. For me to give a ten. Yeah. Okay, oh, I'm almost there. What about you guys? What uh, constitutes a perfect ten I'll, for you guys? I'm
2: waiting for like. There's one quote. Lots of bangers. <laughs> yeah, there's one quote that I say all, all the time. It's one of my favorite quotes, and I don't know why. It's just fun. But it's coming up this season, so I might give it a ten just for that.
1: And I'm and I am anticipating yeah. that that ten from we'll you. See. But until then, let's talk about the overall humor. How much did this episode Oof. make you laugh, you guys? What do we think?
0: Mm. before the hanging scene, before the second hanging scene, I was thinking five because I had forgotten that that happened. And when, he went to the bathroom, and I realized that Frank had hung himself because the sale had gone poorly, so it was all over. I fucking lost it, yeah. so I gave it an eight. That's such
1: a great scene. That is uh, just because you see the blood on the rope. Like He he goes there with the intention of hanging himself, and you know he's saying that when he's like, I have bandages in my bag. Let me go. It's funny that he bandaged himself up. Oh. It's, and he, he, he tried to kill himself.
2: And then he then himself. Then like why? Like, like <laughs> 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 I want to be so. <laughs> um, oh. dish mud crab guy. I, I'm with you. Although I will say one comment is I I laughed a bit before that. Right when he everything was going fine, and then he he cut his finger. That's when I. That's when I it killed. That's when I lost it. That's what loses botched
1: it, botched it. That's yes. another
2: good quote. Oh, botched knew. it. Yeah,
0: I knew that was going to happen. Though, anytime people are I fucking know. around with knives on television, I know. they cut themselves. No, I'm
2: with you, but I'm saying like, the the show is kind of like, kind of like lackluster up until that point, and then that was the most exciting. I, I was thing.
1: pretty bored of the episode when it got to that point, and then right when
2: it got there. And like it was like a loud noise. Like wow, I botched it. I botched like, it. And then and then one thing, the one thing <laughs> he goes to the bathroom, and then you hear that, and you're like, oh. And like D is D is pouring wine, obviously pouring wine on this woman. He's like, you're doing that on purpose. This says, poor woman that yeah, they like crash. That's in exactly on. what I said. I wrote my in my notes i say i do woman. say
0: i mean not we done with quotes i didn't write it down i just remembered i do say whatever it is you people eat <laughs> <Whatever> <laughs> maybe it is, eat. is a shoe maybe <laughs> it
2: is a shoe and uh. her face was like i can't show you the face because we're on an audio platform <laughs> but they, only one person in this room saw me do what she did and it was not very
1: good yeah it was, it was average she's average yeah. uh i'm gonna go seven with the overall humor um I think this is definitely a funny episode. Uh, It's one of the better episodes that we've seen Um, as far as keeping me entertained from front to back. Like I've said, it doesn't really do that about a third of the episode. I'm just kind of waiting for the next thing to happen. Um, Having said that though, the other two thirds of this episode that I enjoyed, I really enjoyed a lot. So uh, I'm just going to stick with a seven for the overall humor. not. Too much variety on the different types of humor, um, but you're gonna get some real good sunny laughs out of this. Um, it's just probably not gonna be one that you're gonna want to go back to. Like Don oh, yeah, said great, at the beginning of this,
2: great Bonnie scene, great Bonnie I and didn't, Jack I didn't, scene. I barely they, mentioned Bonnie and Jack. They freaking ca- kill characters. characters. They yeah.
1: j- just—it's so hard to play. Uh, at least for Jack, uh, it's like it's so hard to play a character. That is encountering something so terrible and play it so low key that it's it's funny and not a true monster. Like yeah, like <laughs> it, it it is hard. It <laughs> is hard to not just come off as a a crass horrific monster. So it the, the, that's the fact that's why they that gave... they're able to write his character like that and and portray him uh, like that in that scene is insane. <sighs> do bon- you know what wrestling? And Bonnie is, is no. Bonnie owns the house, guys. Bonnie owns the house. That's one of the best gags this whole episode. <laughs> seven out of ten. What'd you give it, Adam? I gave it an eight, like like the dish. Dish of the day yeah. gave it an eight. And Donnie? I gave it an eight.
3: I gave it a seven.
1: Sevens and eights. Guys, have you noticed, like, our scores have been kind of starting to come together a little <laughs> bit here. Are we? Are we getting on the same cycle? Oh god! We we need- been-
0: <laughs> I want a logarithmic, I want a logarithmic uh, expression of the list of lists, and I want it on my desk by Monday.
1: What does that even mean? Someone who's listening to this who knows math numbers better than my stupid self, someone put it together, please. <laughs> if if one of you guys can come up with a chart or a cohesive set of charts for our list of lists. We will make you an honorary executive producer of this podcast. Oh yeah. Which is something that is worth value if you give it.
2: Yeah, we can't pay you, but we'll send you um free weed or something. Free weed.
0: All Jesus. things are worth value if you give it to them, Brayden. Mm, Let me thing. tell you about the economy.
1: <laughs> Do you know how the economy works?
0: Wow God!
3: How does the Mississippi? Uh, I did
0: give it for the wild card six self-stimulating Paddy's bucks out of ten. All right,
3: wild card. Fucked. I just gave it five
0: regular Paddy's bucks. (laughs) Uh, I knew they were gonna do the Paddy's bucks.
2: (laughs) Was yours also Paddy's bucks? Um, no, I. But I was thinking that before we came in. They were just regular.
3: Oh, you're talking to Adam.
2: Yeah.
1: No, he's not even
3: talking to you. You're an (laughs) idiot. What do you give?
1: No, you go for it. I honestly
2: didn't give a number for Wildcard yet. Oh, really? Okay, so
1: the the recession happened in 08, so I give it 08 out of 10. Oh, okay. Um,
0: Oh, but we're in the 2000s.
1: Okay, fine. I give it 2008 points out of 10. (laughs) Let's see. Were there any felonies this episode? Oh, shit. I don't know. You watched it, not me. I'm
2: not alone. I watched it. I
0: was like, wait, you did watch it. Um... No, nope, I can't think of Adam, any... I thought you were a boy scout. I thought you were supposed to always be prepared.
2: ah uh, not this episode, apparently with Wildcard. actually, yeah, honestly, I don't even have uh um a fucking alcohol wipes earlier. I should have been been prepared, um yeah,
1: after you were viciously attacked by one of our dogs
2: <laughs> um fuck this i' I'm, i i'm I'm like stage shy right now. I don't know what to do for my wild card um. No felonies. Uh, no felonies. Let's go, let's go five out of ten. Five out of ten? Yeah.
1: For the wild card? Yeah. We'll
2: just, we'll just like cut it, you know?
1: Okay. Average
2: right. that one out. Sounds good to me. Unless you can't like fishing in the Delaware River without a permitted felony.
1: That's pretty felonious. Fishing pretty without felonious. a... You want to go for a six? No. Okay. You're going to stay at your five? Yeah. Okay. It's that's a mild cool. f- f- felony. All right, guys, we have put this under a microscope. This episode has been placed under a microscope and checked. And we have our score that we are going to now use to place this episode on the list of lists. And we are going to start it out first with the Internet Movie Database, which is what we've been using to uh, judge what fans think of these episodes. So my question to you guys here. What did the fans think of The Great Recession, Season 5, Episode 3? 8.3. 8. 8.
0: I was going to say 8.3. He beat me to it because I beat him to the patties, Buck. So that's fair. Everything. Make them all equal. I'll say 8.5. Well,
3: you'll bail him out. Right, I'm going to change to 8.4 then. Oh, you rat bastard. <laughs> uh. Is it 8.7, Bob?
1: It is none of that, you guys. This is the lowest rated episode we've seen so far. Season 5, Episode 3, The Great Recession, has an 8.0 from fans, which is low for Sonny. Wow. One more time. Hit me, baby, one more time. 8.0, just over 2,000 votes. Uh, This is the lowest rated episode, one of the lowest rated episodes that we have seen so far on the podcast. Did our opinion match up with it? I'll tell you guys right now. Uh, Kind of, actually. We'll start it out with Donnie. Donnie, what'd you give this episode?
3: Uh, 6.8.
1: Donnie gives this episode a 6.8, setting it uh, just out of bound of his top 25. Uh, Donnie, this episode is tied up with The Gang Finds a Dead Guy from Season 1. What do you think? How does this episode compare?
3: Uh I like it better than that one, but I think they're fairly close. Well then lion maybe, over uh, lion.
1: you'll you'll have to uh give it a little more credit here on our season five finale. Dish of the day. What'd you give this episode? I
3: think I gave the original one too much credit. You gave I gave it a oh, you gave
1: 7.2. Oh sorry, hold on a sec. Uh you gave season one episode six too much credit, Donnie?
3: Probably. I would assume so if it's that high. Yes. Okay. I was scared. We were scared or at least I was to be too harsh in the beginning. So some of these early episodes might be a little higher than they're supposed to be.
1: Well, most of our season one is down below the bottom half. Uh, Dish of the day, baby. Before you're interrupted there, what'd you give it? 7.2, you said? 7.2. 7.2 from the dish of the day is going to set this within your top 20 dish of the day it is going to be tied up with uh season three sweet d's dating retarded person along with a couple episodes from uh season two including the gangos jihad and dennis and d get a new dad what
0: do you think of that i think it's definitely uh tied for funniness with dennis and d get a new dad so just about fair for you
1: sounds about right yeah
0: I, I, i i i yeah
1: Adam, uh, what'd you give this episode? Uh, 7.6, I believe. 7.6 from Adam is going to put this definitely within his top 20. Uh, Adam, this episode is tied up with the gang dances their asses off from season three. What'd you think of that? Funnier? Oh, yeah, I think it's funnier. Definitely funnier than the gang dances their asses off? Yeah. Probably going to have some adjustments here coming up at the end of season five, so you guys are going to have to stay tuned for that. I gave this episode a 7.4 which sets it in my top 15 uh tied up with Charlie Goes America all over everyone's ass and honestly when you say it out loud like that it um it kind of makes sense I I like both these episodes um I don't know why I want to oddly defend the Great Recession I don't know why I want to defend this episode so badly um Maybe all those points I made earlier in this podcast would help explain that. Um, But yeah, guys, our opinion, when you put it all together, does not match that of the fans. This episode is nowhere near the bottom of the list of lists. When you put it all together, The Great Recession is tied up with a couple episodes, getting a 7.3 in our top 20. This episode is going to be number 18. Out of 48 episodes what do you guys think of that this is the lowest rated fan episode and we are saying it is within the top 50 percent do you guys agree
2: i think it's reasonable position
0: Fine. okay
2: yeah it's a good spot i think y'all tell me what you.
0: what's think. it between
1: this episode is tied up with uh from season three this episode's tied up with the gang gets whacked part two the gang gets held hostage um, from season two, this episode's tied up with the gang exploits a miracle, um, and the gang gets extreme home makeover edition from season four is tied up with this as well. Uh, I think this episode, the, the only, only one th- it's not funnier th- than, is the gang exploits a miracle.
0: I think the only one it's not funnier than is the gang gets extreme make home makeover.
1: Ooh, so we are definitely going to have to do some adjusting here, is what I'm hearing at I'm, the end of I'm Season 5. I'm honestly
2: thinking, I feel like we might have to, like, when we're done with all the, the entire list, we might have to, like, go through each section, like, sevens, all the sevens, all the eights, watch them with, or, with each other, and judge them. You know, because, like, we're, we're getting up there where it's like, we we have to start, you know, making our points for inflation, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> kind of like season inflation, era
2: of the show inflation. Well, you
1: gotta consider the fact the show was founded in 2018, and back then, the dollar
0: was with a nickel.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, our show or their show?
0: <laughs> You're saying we paid $20 to start this show? That's like a million dollars in today's money. Wow, God, Zooks, if I had that much money. Play them off,
1: Tony. <laughs> Stay tuned, we're gonna start doing scores by the two decimal places. And like now, the Dish of the Day once. And now, the Jitterbug. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Good night, Night. New York. (laughs) We had some fun today. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, If you want to check out the full list of lists, go to our always sunny pod. Go to solo.to slash rumham for all of our links to listen to us, follow us, subscribe to us, all that good stuff. Give us those five stars on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, we will see you guys very shortly for another episode of Rum Ham and Wild Cards. That was good. good